WMRA News. I'm Bob Levicky. With less than a week left in the session, one major item the General Assembly has yet to figure out is a budget. But one issue lawmakers on the right are focused on is land in Virginia owned by China. But is that really a problem? And meanwhile, Republican legislators kill an effort to allow voters to decide whether to remove outdated language prohibiting gay marriage from the state constitution. This is the WMRA Daily for Monday, February 20th. The General Assembly session is scheduled to adjourn Saturday. Lawmakers have yet to agree on a raft of budget amendments, including $1 billion in tax cuts proposed by Governor Glenn Youngkin. The governor spoke with reporters last week and said he was hopeful that a budget would be passed during the regular session, but... I do believe that it's incumbent on particularly the leadership of our House Appropriations and Senate Finance Committees to come together and forge a path. Last summer, the General Assembly returned to the Capitol later in the year to pass a budget after an agreement was not reached during the regular session. Republicans in the House of Delegates on Friday rejected a proposal to let voters decide whether to remove outdated language that prohibits gay marriage from the state constitution. In 2006, Virginia voters approved a constitutional amendment that banned same-sex marriage. But in 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court held that gay marriage is a fundamental right guaranteed under the federal constitution. The resolution to remove the language banning gay marriage from the state constitution was approved by the Democrat-controlled Senate before being voted down in the House. The White House is criticizing Governor Youngkin for opposing legislation that would have protected personal data about menstrual cycles from police search warrants. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reported that White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre said Friday that the Republican governor's push to block the bill at a time when abortion access is under threat, quote, attacks the principles of freedom and a woman's fundamental right to privacy. Virginia's Democrat-controlled state Senate had passed the bill 31-9, to with nine Republicans joining Democrats to send it to the House. A Republican-controlled House subcommittee voted along party lines last Monday to table the measure with Youngkin's support. The governor is considering a bill aimed at providing reparations for people negatively impacted by Virginia's policy of massive resistance. Virginia Public Radio's Michael Pope reports. Massive resistance was a period in Virginia history when public schools closed rather than integrate black students and white students. As a result, many students lost years of education. That's why Virginia created a special scholarship program 20 years ago. Now Delegate Kay Corey, Democrat from Fairfax County, wants to make that fund available to descendants. Right now, there is a million dollars in that fund, which is from private contributions, that is not being used because that population has mostly aged out. My bill will allow lineal descendants and collateral descendants as well, which is like a cousin, to be eligible for scholarships. Kanan Townsend with the Moton Museum in Farmville says the harm caused by massive resistance is still with us. The schools closing in these areas didn't just impact the folks who were locked out of school. It certainly did. Obviously, those are the first and foremost people who were impacted. But opening up to descendants really kind of goes to show how cyclical and how generations have been impacted by the way that this history broke down. The bill has already passed the House and the Senate and is now on its way to the governor's desk. The General Assembly is also considering a bill to require new warning labels for an overseas product that can act as both a stimulant 
and a sedative. And Michael has that story. Kratom is an herbal extract from Southeast Asia that's currently in products already on store shelves across Virginia, in smoke shops and at gas stations. It's often used as a treatment for pain or as an alternative to opioids. Now Republican Senator Frank Ruff of Mecklenburg has a bill that would require warning labels. You don't want anybody to use too much. They might get sick. It's not going to kill them, but it will make them sick. You don't want children having it. In addition to that warning label, you want to have what the should be for an adult. Delegate Don Adams is a Democrat from Richmond who worked with a senator to help make sure the bill accomplished the goal. So that it would essentially not in any way validate its use, but put some guardrails around it so that people do know that it can cause problems and that you cannot purchase it any longer if you're under 21. The House of Delegates is set to consider this bill in its final week of session. Reporting from the Capitol in Richmond, I'm Michael Pope. Finally today, some bills in this session have taken aim at China. One would ban the country from buying land in Virginia. So Jad Khalil from VPM News asked, how much land does China actually own in the state? And why is it a concern now? A couple of weeks ago, Governor Glenn Youngkin went on Fox News. The host, Laura Ingram, asked him a pointed question about China. Do you have any idea right now how much land or business interests China owns currently in the Commonwealth of Virginia? Youngkin didn't really answer. Well, my biggest concern has been the fact that we have some of the most sensitive national assets in Virginia, notwithstanding the Pentagon, and we cannot let the Chinese Communist Party buy land adjacent to any of these national security uh, installations. The The governor, concerned about what he called alarming rates of Chinese investment in farmland, asked state legislators to pass a law banning certain Chinese companies from buying it in the Commonwealth. The General Assembly did last week, but one of the bill's sponsors also didn't really answer how much land China or other, quote, foreign adversaries own. Here is Senator Richard Stewart, a Republican from Westmoreland, presenting his bill to the Senate Agriculture Committee. We believe that it's somewhere around a million and a half acres, 1.6 million acres in Virginia, um, in the United States. Chinese companies and individuals own less than 14,000 acres in Virginia. That's what VPM found when it made a Freedom of Information request in January. None of the land currently owned by Chinese companies or individuals had been purchased in the past 10 years. And nearly all, 96% of that property is connected to Smithfield, which is famous for its ham. In 2013, a Hong Kong-based company bought the pork giant. Youngkin also made headlines when he said he blocked a major factory from coming to Virginia over concerns about the company's ties to China. All this talk about China has those who advocate on behalf of Asian Americans in Virginia concerned. Suk Young Oh is the director of the Hamkai Center. Last year, and in particular more this year, we started to see more rhetoric and in the 2023 General Assembly action to really single out China as one of the, like, the greatest threat to the U.S. O pointed to other bills this legislative session. Two failed in the Virginia Senate, which Democrats control. One would have banned public university professors from accepting Chinese-funded grants. Another bill would have banned state agencies from contracting with foreign adversaries. The Republican-controlled House is likely to pass another, though. It bars TikTok and WeChat, which are Chinese-owned apps, on state-owned devices. We see these and, you know, really make like, you know, you just got to scratch your head. Like, why? <laughs> oh, is worried, too, about what talking about China so much means for Asia Virginians. 
it reinforces um, fears, racist fears that non-Asians have of Asians. Youngkin has talked a lot about China recently. After he did in the State of the Commonwealth, reporters and politicians were asking why. Alex Kina is a political science professor at Virginia Commonwealth University. He sees presidential politics as a reason why Youngkin's talking a lot about China. You don't normally think state governors in their conventional role have a whole lot to do with international relations. Past governors dipped into foreign relations on the occasional trade mission. Youngkin's taking a different approach. In today's climate, it's just sort of been reduced to this very simplistic view of international relations where China is just an enemy and you have to get tough on China in order to please the base. It's not just Republicans pushing for this either. A lot of Democrats voted for the agricultural land ban. And on the federal level, Representative Abigail Spanberger is pushing for more regulations on China and agriculture in Congress. Jed Khalil with VPM News reporting. For WMRA News, I'm Bob Levicky. Thanks for listening and enjoy your Monday.